Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Floor Masters Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Moses, the owner of Simply Intricate Designs, the number one flooring contractor in Baton Rouge. I'm saying it this episode. I know I don't say it on every episode, but this episode, I'm saying it. The number one flooring contractor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You are tuned in to the Floor Masters Podcast. Before we hop into our guest, hop into our topic, I want to send a huge shout out to our sponsor, the National Tile Contractor Association. The amazing association that always gives knowledge, always gives resources, anything that you can think of dealing with tile, they, they have the answer. If you don't know about them, go check them out. That is the National Tile Contractors Association. So what we're going to do is we're going to hop into this guest, we're going to hop into this topic, and we're going to get down to the business. So I want to introduce you guys to a good friend, an amazing person, amazing business owner, Mr. Carson Tolan, the owner of Gen 2 Flooring. Carson, do me a favor, introduce yourself, tell people who you are, how you do it, where you do it, why you do it, when you do it, and all that great stuff. Yeah, man, like you said, I'm I'm Carson Tolan, owner of Gen 2 Flooring. We're based out of North Little Rock, Arkansas. Man, we we love doing tile. We got a passion for it. We also do all other types of flooring. And uh, yeah, man, we just try and roll with it and, and do our best to bring quality quality installations into people's lives. Amazing, amazing. So um, our topic for today is starting your business off with a purpose. So you have been in business for how long? I'm coming up on my second year anniversary. I opened my company up in 2019. All right, so give us a little background on how you got to this point. Like how how do we get to being in business uh for yourself? Sure. So man, you know, I'm second generation. Uh that's where the name Jim 2 flooring came from. I'm I'm second generation. My dad's an old school installer. He's been doing it for over 40 years. And uh you know, when other kids when other kids were on their summer break from school and going and having fun doing things of that nature, uh, I got down on the floor and was working with my dad. Uh, from nine years old, I was I was sweeping the floor and taking out scraps, and it just it just grew from there, man. You know, always been helping my dad out, and uh, I started doing this professionally at eighteen. Um, you know, really making money at it, working for my dad, and then I also started working for a couple other companies. I've done some work uh, for a carpet installation company. And then I worked for two different hardwood flooring companies. One was a sand and refinish company, and one was just an engineered hardwood installation company. And, you know, it's, it's, I've always enjoyed the work of flooring. I, I like working with my hands. Uh, I like being able to have a product that whenever I finish it up, I can be proud of it. I've always loved that. But I didn't really get that feeling too much with hardwood. And uh, where it really shines was with tile. And so I grew to love tile, grew to be passionate about it. And <laughs> it's funny, I was working one day and uh, working for the boss, man. And I installed the entire job on my own. Uh, he didn't walk onto the job until it was time to collect the paycheck. And so I got to thinking about it. I said, man, you know, I feel like I can do this on my own. And uh, so, I mean, that was it. That's that's. That's how the story unfolded. I I jumped right into it, 
got my LLC, got my EIN, opened up a business bank account, and got insurance and just went from there. Now, um, for those, you know, it's, it's a lot of other people out there that uh, that have probably done similar. Um, but there's some people out there that are, they're still contemplating or they're still thinking about um, getting it started. What was it like? Because I'm, I'm asking this question uh, for myself also. What was it like taking that leap to say, you know what? I'm going to depend on myself for my livelihood. Like, I'm going to start a business, and I'm not working for anybody else, and it's going to be all on me. Like, what was that process like? What was like? it like? Because it sounds scary, Man, honestly. It Scary is scary is an understatement. <laughs> uh, it was it was terrifying. Um, you know, you, you got all these different concerns about making sure you got enough work, uh, making sure that, you know, you've got enough tools, making sure you got enough help to, to actually tackle these projects. And, you know, it's one thing to, to have the skill set and it's an entirely other thing to, to know how to run a business. And, uh, you know, so it was, it was really scary. Um, but I'll tell you what, man, I, I really couldn't have done it without my beautiful wife, Ashley. She, uh, she was a nurse and she told me, she said, Hey, I believe in you. You know, she said, she said, you're, this is, this is you. This is, this is the type of thing that you need to do. You need to be in your own business. And, uh, so she said, Hey, I'll, I'll pull extra shifts if I have to, in order to be able to let you do this. And, uh, so I said, okay, you know, I, I pulled the trigger. I took that leap of faith and, uh, and now my wife doesn't have to work. I, I'm able to supply for my family of six, um, without her having to work at all. So, okay. you know, it's kind of my way of, paying her back for for having faith in me it's my way of paying her back but yeah to answer your question it was absolutely terrifying <laughs> i could i could only imagine like i could only imagine um but i think that that has to be uh huge i know uh as a business owner uh contractors it's always important to have a team but a lot of times we look at the team as being uh someone that is a part of the company or a part of the business, but um, having a supportive partner that is willing to go through whatever uh, can be a a deal breaker. Um, I know my wife is the same because we have uh, like-minded thoughts on being business owners. And she'll, she'll tell me that, Hey, you know what? I'm your biggest fan. Um, If we're going to do it, Let's do it. So Absolutely. just just everybody doesn't have that. So I think, like you said, I, I, you probably wouldn't be able to do it if uh, Mrs. Ashley, shout out to Mrs. Ashley, uh, wasn't, yeah. wasn't by your side to say, hey, look, I got you. Let's do this. Mm-hmm, absolutely, man. And yeah, like you said, I mean, I, I, I literally could not have done it without her. You know, I mean, it would have been, there would have been so many different things holding me back. And uh it's funny you say that about your wife saying that she's your biggest fan. That's my wife's favorite phrase to say is uh, she's my biggest fan, whether it's whether it's in my music career or in this career doing doing flooring. Um, she always tells me she's my biggest fan. So, yeah, that support system is is extremely important. So um, in year two, uh, 
the listeners, uh, subscribers may or may not uh, be familiar with uh, Gen 2 flooring, but I am. So I know we talked about this uh, prior to uh, recording, but from the outside looking in, it looks like uh, Gen 2 flooring has a good grip on business. But in year two, what are some of the things that you've seen that either helped you or one of the, some of the areas that you, you you saw that I could be better at this and this me improving in this area will help my business? Boy, well, I'll tell you, it's a really short book about the things that I had down when I started this business. Like, and it's likewise. a real long book about <laughs> the things that I did not have down. Um you know, I, uh, some of the things, let's, let's just break that down into the things that I did, did execute well, uh, first, and then we'll go on to the things that, that the very long list of things that, uh, that I definitely, definitely failed in at first. So first, of course, you know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have been raised in the trade. So I had good trade knowledge. Um, you know, we, I definitely wouldn't say that we are the absolute best of the best, but what we do is good quality. And, you know, we're working on becoming the best of the best. So, uh, you know, that was one thing that, that I definitely had down was the technical side and things. And then another thing that I had down really well was, is I'm a people person. You know, I, I'm, my dad used to say I've never met a stranger. And when I was younger, that was kind of an issue. Uh, but now that I'm older, and running a business, you know, it's, it, it really comes in handy, um, not being afraid to talk to people and not being afraid to reach out. Um, I was really good at cold calling. I'll tell you that. I got real good at cold calling, uh, whether it was local general contractors or anything of that nature to try to pull in some work. Um, so those, that's the short list of things that I had down. Uh, but man, I'm telling you, I, there, there's so many things that, that I wish I would have known before I started this business. Um, you know, I mean, when it comes to financial decision making and, um, you know, separating, okay, hey, hey, this was the biggest one, Anthony, was separating my personal bank account from my business bank account. Oh, yeah, that was a game changer when I did that. <laughs> Boy, you know. Uh, that was, that was a, that was a big one. Um, that, and then, you know, advertising, you know, advertising is, is a monster, you know, I mean, um, you can think you're good at it until you're not getting any leads with, with the type of advertising you're putting out there. Um, you know, marketing, marketing, I've done a pretty decent job at, but, but advertising is just a whole other monster. And, advertising uh, is one of those areas is like, it's constant trial and error. Something, yes. something that w- that worked in the past um, in a new season may not work as good, and you always have mm-hmm. to uh, be be willing to adjust what's working mm-hmm. at the it, time, and that is that's a role in itself. And I can't wait to hire somebody to do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, man. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I'm. I'm looking very much forward to being able to hire somebody to take care of all my advertisements. Um, fortunately, I've gotten with a uh, happy tile guy um, to build a website for me and to handle the SEO and the back end on the website. Um, so that's, that's going great. Uh, in fact, we actually just now got the site up and running. 
Um, I had a site that I built myself through GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, I got, I got happy Kyle guy over there with Grant and Luke to, to build me a new website. And I mean, I've gotten three leads. I, I think we got it. I think we got it up and going, um, within the last month. I mean, it's been that short and I've already gotten three leads straight away. So, uh, you know, that's, that's always helpful with when it comes to advertising is those SEOs and, um, and, and getting up there on the Google list. So that's, so that's great, you know? And, um, now I'll tell you this, another thing that is kind of difficult to learn, uh, going from being the guy with the tool belt to being the guy with the tool belt and the owner's hat is understanding what to charge. Okay. You know, I mean, uh, my father always told me when I was younger, he always told me, man, you know, <laughs> we, us contractors get beaten down in price. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's really difficult to understand what to charge because you can't just go off of what the national average is. You know, you can't just say, Hey, what do y'all charge per square foot and expect to be able to charge the same and it still work for you. Uh, it wasn't until I got in touch with Tom Reber and the contractor fight that I started to learn about, you know, my overhead and then my, my owner's salary, you know, and, and the cost of doing business, the, the cost of goods sold. I mean, these are all things that I had no idea about. Um, you know, I thought it was as simple as, oh, go ahead. Shout out, shout out to Tom Reber. Tom, Tom Reber is, uh, the reason for the floor master podcast. He, he is mm-hmm. the, the reason that this show started. Um, from, from, you know, uh, encouragement and, and, uh, advice on how, how to maneuver as a new contractor. Um, he's the reason that the show started. Uh, he's the reason that I started, I started looking at numbers. Look, uh, you can learn how, you can learn how to be a successful contractor by following everything that Tom Reaper has to say. Him and his team have. They look. They they mastered it. Oh man, I do. When they, yeah, they they they're they're masters of the masters. Yeah. I mean, they are they are phenomenal. It's it's funny. Uh, yeah, Tom Reaver, awesome guy. I mean, phenomenal. And um, the contractor fight TV on YouTube, man. I think I binge watched a couple hundred episodes in a month span. I mean, you know, I was I had my headphones in while I was working, listening to the contractor fight. And, um, you know, I, I don't think I would have gotten to where I am now if it wasn't for them. Yeah. You yeah, know? I would I would have definitely been, um, I, I wouldn't be in, in a position that I'm in now had I not been listening to people like Tom and, and Luke that's out here giving knowledge. Mm-hmm. So now it's our turn. Yeah. It's, it's, it's our turn. We got to share it with everybody else. Absolutely, 100%. And, um, yeah, big shout out to Luke Miller too with Tile Money. I mean, you know, it's, it's one thing to start to learn what your overhead is and learn, learn how to crunch the numbers. But then it's a whole other, it's a whole other story when it comes to, um, you know, making sure that not only are you making the money that you need to make, but you're also making the money that you are valued at, what, what your actual value is. And that's one department that Tile Money and Luke has really helped me with is, is, you know, I mean, we're tile setters, you know, I mean, they, they decided tile over, over, 
killing stick, you know? So when you got somebody that's looking at Ferraris, then they can't expect to pay for a, for a Toyota Camry. Right. So, you know, and that's, and that's where tile money has really helped me out too, is, is knowing my value, knowing what I'm worth. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a difficult thing when you're first going into business to, to learn how to, uh, not only come up with your numbers, but then stand by your numbers and not budge and get desperate. So, you know, uh, they've been, they've been a godsend for me and my company for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so um, let's see, where, where do we want to go with this? Uh, okay. We talked about knowing your numbers. Is there anything else that you saw that would have helped? I know you say the list is long. Oh yeah, absolutely. Another thing is, uh, and my my wife reminds me of this frequently as well, is learning how to balance your work life and running your business and your family life. Oh, you know, you, That's, that might be like you, top of the list. <laughs> yeah, that that really needs a whole podcast in and of itself, don't it? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, I can't. I countless nights that I get off work, I go home and, and, and they say, don't bring work home with you. But when you're a business owner, I mean, it's, it's extremely difficult to, to do that. It's extremely difficult not to bring work home with you. And, um, you know, it, it's, but at the same time, you can't be so consumed by being a business owner that you neglect your mental and physical health and your familial obligations. Um, you know, I, Oftentimes I find myself, even whenever I'm with my family and supposed to be spending quality family time, where I find myself thinking about my business, you know, crunching numbers, trying to, trying to figure out how to, um, how to raise quality and productivity. And, you know, I mean, you got to learn how to have that on off switch. And that was something that I've actually, I'm just now learning to be able to take control of. Um, it's easy when you're passionate and excited. Uh, you know, starting a new business is kind of like, kind of like falling in love for the first time. You know, it's, it's like, it's like a brand new relationship where you're still in that infatuation stage and it's all you think about. It's all you want to, it's all you want to think about. And I mean, it's good in a way, but you've got to make time for yourself and for your family. Knowing, knowing when to turn it off is, uh, is important. Um, yeah. And even just honoring your own business hours. Uh, I find people, uh, people like to message me like late in the day. They might send it mm-hmm. through messenger and ask a, ask a question. And I always have to catch myself to be like, it's after business. I was like, I'm not, I can't respond. Like, mm-hmm. But sometimes, uh, you, you know, you got, you might get, uh, get excited because it's another job. It's another lead, but it's 11 o'clock at night time. It's like, for one, I don't know why you messaging me at eleven o'clock. Uh, yeah, and then two, I I this is my personal time. Like I'm not obligated to respond to you just because you messaged me. I can respond Absolutely. to you tomorrow when mm-hmm. we start our business hours. And again, That's right. early That's right. on, early on, a lot of times we get eager and think that oh, I got to respond to this one because I don't want to lose it. Like. Well, I mean, if it's meant to be, you're not going to lose it anyway. So you might as well get your yeah, rest absolutely. and keep your peace of mind instead of 
being up all night, um, going back and forth with somebody that may or may not do business with you anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's funny. Um, whenever, whenever <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you a good way to take control of that is, uh, um, I had my wife actually, I have her sometimes respond to the, uh, to the Facebook messenger messages. And, uh, you know, my, my wife is real quick to hop on there and say, Hey, the owner will call you tomorrow yeah. or the owner will call you on Monday morning, you know? Um, and so, so yeah, absolutely. I agree 100% with what you're saying. Cause, cause I mean, like I said, you got, you got to have your youth time, you know, you can't run your business every day. So, or every day, you can't run it every minute of every day. Right. So, I mean, that's just the way that it is. So, um, I've noticed that uh, Gen Two has seemed to have a different a different uh, look to it lately. Um, give us give us some insight on on what's going on with that. Uh, it seems to be a rebranding. Would you would you classify it as a rebranding or uh, what what what's what's going on with Gen Two right now? Because this is year two. And if it is a rebranding, it's kind of early for a rebranding. So give us some insight yeah, on, absolutely. on how that came yeah, absolutely. about. Sure. So, you know, I, I, when I, when I started this, you know, um, I was in a different place, uh, in, in, in every aspect in my life, I was in a completely different place. And so I wouldn't call it a rebranding so much as I would say it's a change of personality for my business. Um, you know, you, you want to tell a story with your business, a story with your brand. And so I've been trying to change the personality of my brand and it all started with, uh, you know, I was, I was talking to Tom Reber and discussing logos with him. And, uh, he put me in touch with a guy named Mike Shortsleeve, uh, shout out to Mike Shortsleeve as well, uh, at shortsleevedesigns.com. He created my logo for me. And he does excellent work. So if you're looking for a logo, go ahead and call him. He, he's, he's awesome. But I want to change the personality. I wanted to, to give my company a much sleeker, a much more clean and professional look to it. Mm-hmm. And so my colors originally were black and orange. And, um, and I loved it because I've always loved that color combination. But Anthony, it was real Halloween looking. You know what I mean? <laughs> And, uh, so, you know, it started to, it, it, it looked good and sleek at first to me, but it didn't have that professional quality that I was looking for. And, um, so I, I held off until I, until we came up with my logo, uh, Mike shot it over to me and he, he knelt, he hit it right on the head, man. I mean, it was perfectly what I was looking for. And I just built my, my personality around that, you know, and, I changed the colors from black and white or black and orange to white and orange, which gave it a much cleaner, much more professional look. Um, I've been trying also to, instead of focusing too much on the work itself, which of course, when you're in contracting and, and you're a service provider, uh, you have to focus on the work itself. But I started to try to shift that. That's my business side of things. I didn't want that to be the personality of my brand. Mm-hmm. So I tried to start to shift things to, to being more of a, a professional and content type of, of brand. And so, you know, I started trying to bring in some positivity. 
Um, a lot of the videos that I make now are, are all about trying to, to stay positive, tackle goals, uh, be ambitious, be your best version. And, uh, and that, that just kind of bleeds into my brand. And so that's kind of the, that's kind of the change in personality we've been doing. Um, the name hasn't changed, but man, the look sure has. So, um, I, I heard you say that, uh, in, you were not so much focused on the work and for a lot of contractors, uh, that would, that would be, uh, they look at that and, and say that's not the smartest thing. Um, I'm always going against the grain, and I I try to find the opportunities where other people may not. So uh, I agree with not focusing so much on the work. Do I showcase my work? I do. But Absolutely. my mindset is uh, I need you to understand the entire experience more than just the work because the work is – Bare minimum. If I can, I can show you an amazing project that we finished. But behind that amazing project could be a long, drawn out process. Could be a, a messy project. Could be a project that's full of delays. That's full of wasted time. So the 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 beauty of the project doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Absolutely. you're not gonna like the experience. So a lot of the times, mm-hmm. um, and back to, to to old Tom, always talking about the experience. Um, it's really mm-hmm. important to be able to 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 nurture and uh, protect the experience that you offer a customer because that there's tons of people that can do an amazing job. There's yeah, probably a absolutely. lot of people that can do an amazing job that's charging less than you. They don't have that same sure. experience. So, um, exactly. for, and, for, that's, and that's key for the new contractor going into it. Uh, that's always something that you want to keep in mind too. How, how do I protect this experience from start to finish from the time that, uh, they, they hear about me or stumble upon my website, my, my social media page to the time that, um, we close the job out. How do I protect the experience? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. The, it's like you said, it's the experience. And that's and that's one thing that I really try to focus on. too. And, you know, like you said, it, it's one thing to deliver excellent work. But let me uh, I, I, I'm like you. I look for things that, uh, you know, it's all good and dandy to look at what other people are doing. But I think it's important to look at what other people are not doing as well as a way to separate yourself from the competition. And I'll tell you, man, one thing I started doing to, to increase the, the experience is whenever I do a final walkthrough with my client and I give them the completion form on my, uh, on my iPad and I have them go through it and then they, they have a survey they can do afterwards. And in that survey at the bottom, I have a space where it says, what's your favorite place to eat or shop? And then I also have a spot where it says, what's your shirt size? And so whenever I get that, that, that survey and completion form back, then I go out and I get them a $25 gift card to either their favorite place to eat or their favorite place to shop. 
And I also have them a shirt made that says, I went with, and then my logo. And, you know, and then I put it in this pretty little gift basket. And, you know, those, those are ways that you can just increase the experience. I had one client, in fact, it was the second client that I tried this with. And she told me she has never been made to feel so special for working with somebody. And, and that, that just goes to show with that, with that experience that you were talking about. You know, the, she loved the work. The work looked good, but it should look good. There's no excuse for the work not to look good. But when you deliver an experience, that's when the client never forgets your name. That's when the client, when they, in 15 years from now, if they ever have another child project, that's when they say, hey, Gen 2 form, or hey, simply intricate design. You know, it's all in the experience. Now, where did you learn that? Like, is that something you came up with on your own? Somebody uh, gave you that nugget? Um, Because I've done similar things. I'll give people a, a gift basket. Just honestly, just to thank them. Or choosing me. Like, you know what? You trusted Absolutely. me to do this job. I really want to show you some appreciation. I'll put together a little gift basket and leave uh, leave it with, with with the homeowner or the customer just to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I actually, it's something I came up with. You know, um, I was I was sitting there one day and I was thinking, you know, uh, I, I, you know, word of mouth, of course, is a great, is a great advertisement. You know, it's, it's, it's wonderful when people refer you. And I was sitting there thinking, how can I make such an impact on this person that they feel compelled to refer me to somebody else? Mm-hmm. And it actually came from a book. Um, oh man, now that we're now that we're sitting here talking about it, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the book. Uh, but it's like the law of reciprocity, yeah. So um, so you know, basically, if 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 I give you something, then psychologically you feel compelled to to give something back is basically the 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 outline of it and and that was one of the things I was sitting there thinking about I said you know delivering beautiful work is only going to get me so far because they're only going to talk about my business if work comes up I don't I I want I want them to talk about my business even when work's not coming up I want them to be so excited and so impressed that they talk to me to their friends even when their friends don't have a project in in mind and um, so I think about the law of reciprocity, reciprocity, however you say that word, man. They, they, they and, know what you mean. They know what you mean. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I was thinking about that, and that's when I came up with the idea of the gift basket and the, uh, and the, the $25 gift card. And my wife uh, owns a small business. Um, it's called Seller uh, uh, Creations. And so she does T-shirts, you know, decals for windows, mugs. Uh, and lately she's been getting into a lot of, a lot of resin work, you know, um, keychains and things of that nature and jewelry. So anyway, she, you know, she had the idea too. Hey, what if we, what if I made them a T-shirt through Stellar Creations that says I went with Gen 2? And I said, oh, that'd be great. We could throw that in the gift basket. We could put a business card for her business as well as my business in there, throwing a little bit of marketing there. And, um, you know, so I was a little nervous to pull the trigger on it because I thought maybe I was being a little too ambitious. And uh, But then I, I talked to Luke Miller. Um, uh, man, this would have been around the end of last year. I talked to Luke about it, and I bounced the idea off of him. And he said, man, that, you know, do it, do it. 
he said, you know, that, that just creates even more of an experience. And, um, and then I also, in the same vein, in the same conversation, I pitched it to him, but we're just now actually starting to implement this as well, is I actually hire one of my good friends from years ago, just started his own professional residential cleaning business. And so I've partnered with him and now he'll come in after every job that I complete, even though I clean up my mess, they come in and do a full deep clean of the area I was working in. So I'm talking mirrors are sparkling, windows are sparkling when I leave a bathroom because I have a professional cleaning crew come in and clean up after me. And then they get some advertisement that way and make some face with the client as well. So, I mean, like I said, it's, it's all about that experience. That's uh that's huge. Um, and it leads me to believe. I I mean I I I know this is the case, but um, there is, there has to be a a, a big vision, um, for for the brand, for the business, for Gen Two. Um, so tell us about uh, about where you see the company going. I know we started uh started the conversation talking about you know starting a business with a purpose. Um, so you have to be headed somewhere. It's only year two. You're doing things that, uh, that a lot of contractors have been in business for years aren't doing. Um, so where, where, where is, uh, the, the, the brand headed? Like, where do you see the business, um, going, what is going to evolve into and what vision is that attached to? Yeah, absolutely. So, so I actually sit, sat down and spent a lot of time thinking about this, uh, a lot of back and forth trying to figure out where I wanted to go. Um, but, you know, absolute clarity is important when you impact goals. And so my vision for Gen 2 flooring is to be the premier flooring installation contractor, not just in Arkansas, but in all of the southern states. So, you know, I... I I, I was listening to uh, Grant Cordone's 10X rule. And, you know, at first my goal was, hey, I want to be known throughout Arkansas. But then I said, you know what, let's let's do that 10 times bigger. And so my goal is to be known, Gen 2 flooring, to be known as the premier flooring contractor in all of the southern states. And we're starting to, uh, I'm in talks right now and, and, and trying to figure out starting my own showroom where we will, and I've, I've spoken with some vendors and distributors who are willing to uh, to stock my showroom and set it up. And so we're also looking into opening up showrooms. And once I can get this ball rolling, the goal is just to grow from there. And of course, you know, we're starting in Arkansas, but um, we're looking into moving out towards Arizona. We're looking into moving into Texas. And so... You know, it's it's the vision is, like I said, to be known throughout all the southern states. And and once we reach that goal, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to revisit the vision and see what else we can do. Oh look, we um I like I was gonna say we would have to collaborate, but my vision is not to be across all of the southern states. Um I don't wanna be that big. I I'll I'll take uh Baton Rouge Possibly Louisiana, but um, hey, I'll leave Louisiana to you. How about that? Right, look, I'll stay out of Louisiana. Nah, That'll be simply you, you, <laughs> you don't have to stay out. We it's enough. That's definitely enough. 
Um, because I mean, I, I think I'm gonna be focused on kitchen and baths anyway. You can have the floors. Sure. You can take floors all there day. There you go. <laughs> you, can take, <laughs> there you, can you go. Take, you can take the floors all day. Um, but yeah, I was. Uh, you you kind of answered the question uh, that I was gonna ask. Uh, what it looked like. Um, with that being like showrooms um, and mm-hmm. you know shipping that materials and all those kind of things because some people just want to be the installation company like they don't want to deal sure. with 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 the the, the physical location um, right but I feel like well, uh, you know, certain it- certain companies and certain brands once you once you have a, a vision like that it's hard, it's hard to not have a showroom because people people want to see your style you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and you know, um, we were talking about experience, right? We were talking about the the start to finish experience. And if I can bring the same passion and energy that my company, and when when I say when I say my business, I'm not talking about just myself. I mean my uh, two of my my two employees, they are very very close friends of mine. And, uh, in fact, one I've known for over 15 years or coming up on 15 years now, and they have the same passion for my business as I do. So they want to see it grow the same way that I do, and they're going to grow with the company. And so, you know, if we can bring that same passion and energy that we have when it comes to the experience for the client into, uh, of, of installation into the experience of buying the flooring as well. Then, then I, I, you know, I mean, that'd be a true start to finish experience. You know, you come into my store, you find the flooring you want, we sell it to you, we handle the installation. We're truly start to finish experience, and and so that's kind of the the goal with the showroom. Yeah, I think uh, I recently, after I did an episode with uh, with Aunt Primo of Primo Bathrooms and Tiles, he's out in the UK um, does like over the top amazing work. Like just, it, it's crazy. Um, I don't know if you saw uh, one of the, the, the trailers or, you know, the promo ads that we did for his episode, but it was this hallway, like this uh, tunnel of light, crazy stuff. He always incorporates lights into his projects. Um, but we talked about how his showrooms are complete bathrooms. You know, a lot of a lot of showrooms they'll do a shower stall, but he does like an entire bathroom mock-up so people can get the oh, full wow. the full experience. And I was like, you know what? I think you just inspired me to uh, go for the showroom at some point because it, originally that wasn't on my radar. I, I was gonna I was gonna stay with. Uh, you know the the installation side, but when, after talking to him and just seeing the work, it was like you know what I have a specific style, and the best way for me to to convey that is to give the experience. Like like you have to walk through a project, and I Absolutely. feel like doing that I would have no there. You once you walk through the bathroom, you, you're not gonna walk out and be comfortable with your bathroom <laughs> sure. anymore. Sure. Um, so, you know, the visions and all those kind of things, they, they evolve because you can, you can 
you can have a, a epiphany, and it's, it's new now. Now you got a new goal to shoot for. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and 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 your vision should be evolving. You know, I mean, it should be it should be an ever evolving thing. Um, you know, and and just like with uh, with what we've spoken about recently with with my uh, the cutting edge here coming up soon. You know, I mean that that has become part of the vision as well, and you know it's 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 ever evolving, like you said. I mean, you come up with these new things, you you get inspired, and and your vision is able to evolve with you, and so I think that, that I think that's the way it should be. So now that you mentioned that, let's talk about uh, the the that new venture um, and how it came about, and you know what what the mission and the the vision for for uh the 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 cutting edge podcast is is all about because this is year two you know yeah it's still early but you you still taking taking steps that people just don't take this early in the game so give us a little insight on 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 where that's gonna go yeah absolutely man so uh so you uh anthony and luke have have truly inspired me and with the content that you guys put out. And so I was, you know, I've been thinking for a while now um, about starting a podcast of my own. And man, to be honest with you, uh, the first few ideas that I had about this podcast would have flopped so badly, it's not even funny. But I'm real glad that, uh, that I held off until the idea was able to evolve and shape into what it is now. And um, so basically... The, the idea behind it is that we will talk about all things when it comes to industry innovations. So new tools, new products, new materials, new techniques, new ways of networking, and new ways of education, like what you and Luke do. You know, all of these innovations we want to discuss on the podcast, um, you know, just to kind of reach to... To contractors who, like myself, like I had been, who are kind of, you know, maybe raised by the old school or still are old school themselves and and uh, haven't really adopted all of the new innovations that, that are available out there. And just to bring it to the forefront and to, uh, to let people know what's out there, because there is some phenomenal, man, some of the products out there are so phenomenal that I'm really upset I've been sleeping on them so long. And, um, you know, so I want to bring that attention to people. Uh, I want to bring that to people's attention rather, but I was, and I want to give back, uh, the same way that you and Luke have given. And, you know, I, you guys have helped me out so much with my business and y'all, uh, y'all, I've learned so much from the content that you guys put out and I want to do the same thing for, for people. And, you know, um, so, so that's kind of was the birth of it. You know, that was kind of the, the conception of the idea is um, is to be able to reach out to people and, and, and show them new products. And man, some of the some of the stuff we have lined up is going to be phenomenal, Anthony. I mean, you know, uh, I've got several guests which I'm not going to disclose yet. Uh, I want to wait to let it to let people see it firsthand. Uh, I'm so excited about it, though, Anthony. I really want to tell everybody, but I'm going to try. Hey, not look, to. look, I understand. Uh, I, I definitely understand. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like. Uh, this is going to be a little plug about the, the floormasters merch.com. 
because oh yeah, I, look, I've been waiting for it. It's it's officially launched. I, I announced it on the last episode. It's officially out there. I still got more products to add, but it was so hard. Like it was so hard for me to sit and wait for uh, the donate donate domain name to be ready because uh-huh. I was ready to blast it. Like, <laughs> hey, look, I'm, oh, so, yeah. I'm just excited. I need y'all to know, go shop now. <laughs> but now, at this point, now y'all can shop. Go to FloorMastersMerch.com and get all of the FloorMasters merch. Carson, when I tell you, there is, there is everything on there. there there's mugs. There's uh, fanny packs. They, we got masks. Everything, hey. like every everything there that you could think of, like everything that you could think of, it's tons of products. I'm super excited. Uh, I'm excited yeah. to share that because one day you're gonna have the same thing for your podcast. And tell oh yeah, it's absolutely, a, man, it's a good feeling, man. It's a definitely, it's a absolutely. Good feeling. I bet it is. And hey, let me tell you this, man. You had me at mugs. You know I'm a coffee drinker. You know you you see me. So. You already know I'm about to have to buy some of them mugs. Man. Right, look, they got mugs. We got uh, uh, Yeti cups, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, everything. Oh, I'm gonna get me a couple hats too. You're gonna see it. You're gonna see it in the Cutting Edge podcast. You're gonna be seeing me repping some of your material, man. Hey, look, I look. Some of your I, look I, I'm a, anyway, as soon as yours is ready, I'm gonna need some so we can do some. Uh, then we just have to link up on a live, uh, a live podcast one day. And start showing off so everybody else can can be jealous. Hey, already. Hey, we. I, I actually got something in store for you too, man. For uh, for whenever I have guests on the podcast, um, I've got a little gift I'm going to give to everybody when they get off the show. So I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that one under my sleeve. Right I got you. I got, I'm gonna keep, I got I'm gonna you. keep that one in my pocket. <laughs> but I got a little war. gift that's going to be ready yeah, for. It's going to be a gift war. We're going to be going back and forth. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. But um. But yeah, so you know, it's it's we live we live, man. We live in a world with with so much technology and so much um, availability and opportunity when it comes to things like like with the podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, your podcast. You live you live in in Baton Rouge, and 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 I live in Little Rock, Arkansas. And had it not been for me listening to your podcast then I never would have gotten in touch with you. Yep. And I never would have heard of you. I never would have heard from you. And 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 now we've been able to link up. And, uh, you know, I'm sure I've learned a lot more from you than you've had a chance to learn from me. But, you know, it's, it's been a phenomenal thing. And we live in an industry that is evolving. I mean, it, this industry is truly evolving. And, you know, no pun intended, but, Anthony, we're living on the cutting edge of it. Hey. And you know it's 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 a it's a beautiful thing, and um, you know so so that that you you inspired me, and that's part of why I was so excited to be on your podcast, man. Is you've really you've inspired me, and and I love what you're doing, and and I hope you keep on doing it. Hey man, I appreciate it. Uh, again, it's this like you said, it's it's a way of giving back. Um, I wanted to educate people on what they didn't know. Uh, stuff that I I feel like I I would have wanted to know, um, things that I want customers to to be educated on, um, other contractors, all those kind of things, and it's just a way of, you know, paying it forward, just just keeping it moving. We can all learn from one another, and on on every scale that we we got something to offer. So 
It's just, just about, you know, passing it on to the next person. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, you guys have done a phenomenal job of that. So to to uh to to wrap up, um what what's one of the things that you would you would uh share with a uh individual that is thinking about venturing out to starting their own um company, starting their own organization? What 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 kind of word of advice would you give them? Yeah, man, I, I would say don't wait until you're ready. All right. Um, you know, it, it's it's a scary thing. It's a it's a truly a leap of faith. Um, but it is it is so beneficial and it is so rewarding. And it might be scary and you might not know how <laughs> you might not know how to run a business like I didn't. I didn't know how to run a business. And, um, you know, maybe you don't know how to run a business, but you'll learn. The thing is, is you cannot wait until you're ready. Because if you wait until you're ready, it'll never happen. So you got to learn by doing. And, and you know, uh, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, uh, it's not for everybody. Um, but if you feel like it's for you, then then jump on it, man. Don't 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 wait around. You know, you, you got to make it happen. Don't wait for it to happen. Golden nuggets that you just dropped on everybody. Um, and then and <laughs> just just to add to that. uh just all of these names that we've mentioned during the podcast, there is so much information out there that you can you can educate yourself before you start. You know, not to to, to keep yourself from from doing it, but you'll have a much better start if you're listening to these people that we're talking about: Tom Reber, uh, Luke Miller. Um, to have so much, such a good head start when you do start your business that it should be hard for like you, you, you'll go into it almost knowing how to run a business without having done it before. So, uh, there's, there's tons of resources out there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and another thing I would encourage people is if, if you're, if you're wanting to start a, a flooring contracting business, then for one, you need to be listening to floor masters. Cause that's where, that's where you're going to find a whole lot of good content, Perfect. a lot of good, a lot of good stuff, man. And then you also need to be listening to tile money because even if you're not installing tile, uh, the, the, the value of what he's teaching and what he's saying is still there. And then if you're in the contracting world at all, then you need to go check out contractor fight TV and soak up everything that they say, man. You know, I mean, they have their paid programming, which is phenomenal. Do, do not sleep on their paid programs when it comes to uh, sales and, and things of that nature. But they have so much free content that, that there's no excuse not to be soaking it up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get, you know, that, yeah, educate yourself, uh, you know, put yourself out there. And then also don't ever hesitate. One thing, Anthony, that I, that I didn't know about this industry until within the last year is how connected it truly is. I mean, you look at the, the National Tile Contractors Association, the NCCA, phenomenal. I mean, it, it, I didn't even know they existed until I started listening to you and Luke Miller. And, and then, you know, I joined them. I, I joined the, the organization and I, I became a member. And I mean, dude, the, the amount of knowledge that I've been able to receive just from that is mind blowing. But, you know, we, we have, we're in an industry with such a strong community. That, you know, people like you, Anthony, or, or Luke, or, or Tom, or myself, 
anybody that, that is a couple of steps ahead of where you are, reach out to them. We're all more than happy to help you. We're more than happy where we can. We will help. Hey, it's definitely uh, uh, a tight knit family. Um, it's not it's not yeah. hard for the entire industry to know who you are in uh, in a short a short period of time. I, I I'm blown away sometimes when people are saying, "Oh, I know who you are." And it's like how? Because I was on Facebook, mm-hmm. but um, it's just right. all about where you're trying to go in the industry. So, uh, Carson, do everyone a favor. And remind them who you are, um, the the company name, how they can get in touch with you if they're in your area and they need some amazing, they they want to get one of those gift bags. Uh, <laughs> remind them how how they can contact you. Absolutely, my name is Carson Toland. My company is Gen Two Flooring, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. You can find our website at Gen Two Flooring dot com. If you want to give me a phone call personally, that's 501-672-8676. And if you want to shoot me an email, then that's C Toland, T-O-L-A-N-D, at gen2flooring.com. Hey, man, it was a pleasure having you on the show. I look forward to having you back on the show, and I look forward to being on your show. You continue. Absolutely. Keep, hey. keep, keep knocking it out of the water. Uh, and, you know. Best to look to you, man. Hey, man! Thank you, and thank you for having me on. Uh, you know, it's it's a pleasure to be on. I've been I've been looking forward to this, and uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you, like it always is, man. Until next time, you take it easy, be safe, and keep selling projects. Yes, sir. All right, we will talk to you later, brother. All right, buddy. You have a good one. All right. All right, everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Floor Masters Podcast. We had an amazing guest, amazing topic, amazing show. Appreciate you, Carson Tolan of Gen 2 Flooring. Hey, if you like this episode, if you like the content that we are producing, please make sure you subscribe, re- review, rate us, uh, leave us a like, share it with somebody that you think would benefit from listening to this show if you haven't had a chance to stop by the floormastersmerch.com go get some swag go get some uh gear support the show so we can continue to do this show get better and better keep providing you guys with amazing content amazing knowledge so make sure you visit floormastersmerch.com if you want to uh if you have a topic that you want us to talk about please send us an email at floormasters2019 at gmail.com we love to get some insight if you just want to give us some thanks uh give us a hooray please send us an email if you got anything else that you need us to know again send us an email at floormasters2019 at gmail.com make sure you visit simplyintricatedesigns.com for all of your bathroom remodel needs for these custom showers that we do over the top custom like 100% custom showers because that's what we do at Simply Intricate Designs. Thank y'all for tuning in. Please stay tuned for the next episode and we will see or hear you are here. You know what I mean. We will get back to y'all next time. Out of here. Out of here. Blue Mess Podcast.